0: shirtless
1: that's your first
0: question i mean how can you even ask that just look at him i still don't get it hello and welcome fellow film buffs i'm zach droll and i'm joined by my co-host and fellow cinephile hunter Vanalira. So we are the box office losers each and every week we deep dive into the movie sphere and watch anything and everything to grace the silver screen or on your tv screen This week, we are talking about The Babysitters, continuing on with Spooktober.
1: Woo woo woo! Hell yeah, dude. I know we have differing opinions on this movie, but I thoroughly enjoyed it enough to watch both the movies twice. I watched this one and Killer Queen both twice in the span of like a week and a half. I
0: did a double feature. I watched the first one, then immediately watched the second one, the second one is so much better.
1: Yeah. But I wanted to cover this one first. Maybe uh, further down the line we'll cover Killer Queen. Or not at all. Yes. I didn't watch Sinister 2 yet, though. I wanted
0: to. Neither have but I. I not. Yeah, but you've se- oh, have you and, already um, seen
1: Sinister 2, though?
0: I have not. Oh, I've really? Seen the Interesting. First one. But, yeah, um, and also, as you saw in our schedule, Hunter, I took liberty as I took out Friday the 13th. Yeah, which is a weird
1: thing for you to just drop Friday the 13th, but it's okay because we have a weird film we'll see, that I get yet to it's see. see. It's
0: the, well, it, it's the first Friday the 13th. There's not really Jason. It's, it's Jason, 40s.
1: but, like, I don't know. I haven't, I've never well, seen any of them except for the reboot. Oh, that's horrible. That's that's upsetting. I didn't. I, I didn't hate that one. I thought the kills were pretty cool, and I liked the Jason look. So,
0: but no, I, I I took liberties. We are since we we talked about it last week. We are going to be watching "Be My Cat," a film for Anne. Cause I've never
1: seen that, and it sounds fucking weird.
0: Um, I I I, I, I watched it. Yeah. I tweeted about it. The director liked it. <laughs> a bunch of other people liked it. Nice. So like it, it's a good thing. Did you tweet I, it out I, through your personal
1: one or through the uh, box yes, office losers? Through one? my personal. Use box savage. office
0: losers. Well, box office losers. I will drop the li- link to it, and I'll also we'll drop a link to us on my personal. Sounds cool. And also, hey, um, I, I keep on realizing that our Instagram notifications are getting a lot of likes from Galen Howard. <laughs> hey, man, if you're listening. Thank you for watching the show. Yeah, what's
1: going on? I was a big fan of you in uh, the woods with uh, the Sugar Pine Seven Boys.
0: Yeah, hey, if you want to be, a, if you want to be a guest sometime,
1: <laughs> hit us up. Yeah, man, I'm for sure now. We'll be a little more professional when we
0: actually have a guest on. Yes, <laughs> especially someone of uh, acting caliber. All right, I um, let's just dive into this overview. We've bantered about our about our thoughts and beginnings of this. So. <clears throat> The Babysitter is a 2017 American teen comedy horror film directed by MCG and written by Brian Duffield. Duffield. There we go. It started. It starred uh, Samara, <laughs> Samara Weaving, uh, Judd Lewis, Hannah, Hannah May Lee, Robbie. Uh, Amel. Amel. And Bella Thorne. And also, Andrew also Bachelor. Refer- Yeah. King yeah, Bach. King Batch. I call him King Bach. I know
1: it's King Batch, but fuck him.
0: (laughs) The film was released by Netflix on October 13th, 2017, three three years ago yesterday, Yeah. and received mostly positive reviews from critics. A sequel, The Babysitter Killer Queen, was released on September 10th, 2020. Hell
1: yeah, dude. I actually had this, I've had this on my Netflix queue since 2017, and I finally sat down and watched
0: it. (laughs) Jesus Christ. There
1: are some films that I have on there that I'm just like, I'll get to eventually, because, you know, we're not talking about them, so it's like, eh, whatever, I don't know.
0: I was like, I I watched this, I I even streamed it for my friends in in Discord. Nice. I I, I mainly laughed about, like, once or twice.
1: I laughed a couple times, but then I watched it with my friends and I laughed a lot more because they were reacting. They were just like, "What the fuck is happening?" And I'm like, "Hey." hey, hey, hey. So I was,
0: like, I was, I was, I laughed at like a lot of the one-liners. Oh, the one-liners everything. are good. Like when, um, when Meline's dad calls him a bitch at the very beginning. <laughs> very beginning, calls him a bitch. Yeah. Um, driving the car through the house—that was pretty funny.
1: Yeah, you there's actually a flood there. Um. I didn't put it in the notes because it's not that important, but when the car is hanging there you can actually see the hook that it's hanging on. Oh, that's dope. And now that um now that I told you that, if you ever rewatch it, you'll see it immediately. It's so yes, obvious. I will.
0: Also that there's another flaw that when he is I think doing like mid barrel roll the headlights are not shining through the house. So Ah, oh,
1: well that's just a lighting thing.
0: Well, hey, that's
1: I study this shit man. <laughs> I know, which is why you gave this such a low rating compared to our usual films. Like, yeah,
0: this is the lowest rating I've ever given a film for box office losers.
1: Yeah, well that's because you're more of a critical you're more of a critic than I am. Yes. Like I li- I actively enjoy films when you sit there and you hate yourself.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly because I point <laughs> out continuity errors and other garbage. Yeah, uh,
1: I what it is. So our notes section is rather small today yes. because uh, there's just not a lot of notes to talk about. I tried doing more research rather than just looking at Wikipedia, and I literally couldn't find anything else besides this Shh. these three we, pieces.
0: We don't use Wikipedia, remember? We just come up with our own notes. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, we don't use Wikipedia at all. Come on. <laughs>
0: you
1: know, so I couldn't find anything besides them. what we have here. And everything else that I found wasn't wasn't important at all. So. <clears throat> I'll uh, read the first note. Uh, yes. Filmed in 2015. Uh, this film was filmed in 2015, but not released until 2017. It was intended to play in theaters until Netflix acquired the rights for streaming. It was then released on October, Friday, the 13th, in 2017. So they that filmed this back thing. in 2015. It was supposed to come out in 2016. And then Netflix was that's, like, blah, blah, Gimme, gimme.
0: That's a good thing, actually, that it went to Netflix, not the theaters. I think it would have bombed in theaters. I don't think
1: it would have bombed. I just don't think it would have done, criti- done well critically. It's different when you have to pay for a movie. Like, if I had to pay for this, I don't think I would have liked it as much as me streaming it for quote-unquote free. Because even though Netflix isn't free, it feels like it is sometimes. Because, you know, yeah. $15 or whatever it is a month to watch whatever you want. Yeah, I forget about it sometimes. It's basically free. You watch one movie um, at all during that month and you made up for it box office-wise. <laughs> So yeah, I found it um, well,
0: quite easy. <laughs> I have to read this next paragraph. This paragraph is pretty, it's pretty, p- pretty funny. <laughs> in the original script, Sonya was a cheerleader, Allison was a journalist for the school of newspaper, John was called John the Baptist, and Max had dreadlocks. What? Yeah. The, the, the characters were later reimagined to more closely reflect stereotypes of slasher movie victims. Only in this film... They're the Antagonists. The re, yeah, thank you. The revelation of Allison's desires to become a journalist was kept from the original concept of her character. Only now it's much more humorous.
1: Yeah. So yeah, Max is the white. Max is Robbie Mel. He's supposed to have dreadlocks. Uh, John is uh, Adam Bachelor's character. Uh, Andrew Batchelor's character. So he was supposed to be called John the Baptist. <laughs>
0: I actually I, I I wouldn't mind seeing um see Robbie and Mel with dreadlocks. <laughs> running around with no that shirt would and been pretty dreadlocks. Funny. <laughs> that that would have been pretty funny regardless. You
1: know, but I like how they turned the victims into the antagonists. I thought it was cool. It was the yes. hot girl It was the cheerleader, it was the weird girl, the black guy and then the jock. So I thought that was cool. And then you of God, course I you got the
0: fucking, kid. fucking stabbing the goddamn oh. nerd in the head. <laughs> That was God. fucked up. You,
1: you don't expect it, man.
0: Because like I was like, huh?
1: When well, I first watched it, I was know. like,
0: whoa! <laughs> and then the joke of all that blood w- w- was in his dick before. Yeah, oh, when it shot okay. over uh, King Box. Cool. I was like, what?
1: <sighs> it's funny, man.
0: If right, you want though. to read that next bit of notes. <laughs> and the
1: last bit of notes that we have for this film. The spiders in the basement are Mexican red knee spiders. Which are the same species of tarantula used in Indiana Jones and the Raiders: The Last Ark. Just a fun little tidbit. I think Big G's a big, uh, big old school movie fan. And you can tell by some of his uh, other releases, rather than just these two. But uh, the second yeah. one, especially, has a lot of references and funny, quirky bullshit. So it's And fun.
0: now So actually, I, I read this plot yesterday to my friend who who missed me streaming it. Legit, th- this goes through the first, second, and third act of the entire fucking film. <laughs>
1: yeah, it covers everything.
0: Uh, I, I will read uh, the first because uh, I know there's a word here that I got tripped up on that I finally pronounced it right but I know I'm not going to say it right so I'm going to leave that to you.
1: <laughs> okay, I'll find it.
0: <clears throat> Preteen student Cole is bullied by his neighbor Jeremy but his babysitter B stands up for him and scares Jeremy off the following day when his parents go off on an overnight stay at a hotel otherwise known as just jerking off the husband uh b (laughs) and and cole (laughs) b and cole spend quality time together until he has to go to bed cole is encouraged by a text from his other neighbor and best friend marlene melanie to (laughs) melanie sorry (laughs) (laughs) melanie to go see what b gets up to after he goes to sleep he sees b and several of her high school friends max john allison Sonia, and samuel playing a game of truth or dare formatted as a game of spin the bottle. However, as B kisses Samuel on a dare, she pulls two daggers from behind her back and stabs him in the skull. What the fuck? (laughs) the The others collect Samuel's blood, revealing themselves to be members of a demonic cult. Cole hurries to his room, where he calls 911, puts his shoes on, and finds his pocket knife. He pretends to be asleep as B and the cult members enter his room and draw a sample of his blood. After they leave, he tries to escape out the window, but B stays in the room and Cole passes out from exhaustion and loss of blood. Hell yeah. So, yeah,
1: I got another fun I... little note to, to, to talk about real quick. So, that scene with uh, Allison and B making out, the, that was completely unscripted. The scene just said, B kisses Allison. And then they were oh, both like, what God. if we make it weird and fun? And I was like, nice.
0: Oh, God. Um,
1: I think it was the same thing with um, John as well. John was just supposed to get a kiss on the mouth. Instead, she licked
0: his face. <laughs> cool. So, yeah, it's fun. Fun. Yeah. Um, uh, I'll, I'll continue reading. Since it's not really the full end of the paragraph. Okay. B and her col- question Cole while feeding off... Is questioned by saying it was a science project. When the cops arrive, Max kills one of them with a poker, but the cop accidentally shoots Allison in the tit. While B and Max kill the other cops, a well, cop, B forces Cole to give them the code for all clear. While Allison complains about being shot, Cole rushes up the stairs. John pursues him, but is pushed over the banister, landing on a trophy that impales his neck. Yeah, that is the most scene. graphic death.
1: Yeah. And dude, uh, he gets another graphic death in the sequel. He gets the most graphic deaths, I think. Yes. Besides the one where they uh, <laughs> pull Bellforn's uh, head off in the sequel, I was like, "Whoa, Ooh,
0: not cool." Yeah, they pull. Yeah, they pull her head off, and then they shoot her head off in the first one. Yeah.
1: So um, you know, so this is like the opening. 30 minutes or so and it's just a fun little ride because at the beginning you get like you get to see b and cole's relationship and then you see the you get to meet her friends and you get to see their zany personalities and then you see them again drain the blood from both cole and samuel and then when cole wakes up you see uh max isn't wearing his shirt and he goes why isn't he wearing a shirt and then they ask him a couple more questions and he goes i want to know why he's not wearing his shirt where
0: did his shirt go also like he, he dudes ripped good for him
1: oh yeah no he looks good but uh dude th- so <laughs> i made this joke when i was not a joke i made this observation when i was um watching with my buddies the second time so um john a uh, box character he gets um blood all over his shirt right in my brain when it was first revealed that max didn't have his shirt on I was like, oh, he gave it to John. But if you look at John, he's still covered in blood. So Max just took his shirt off, and then it went nowhere. Yep. Where the fuck did it go?
0: <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs>
1: exactly. We don't need to worry about it. And See, then we like, get I, the was... uh, first major death of one of the bad guys, which is uh, John falling on the trophy. Dude, there's a lot of setup in this movie. There's a lot of foreshadowing.
0: See, like the thing is, so, so I like... I, so, with with Max's character... Mm-hmm. it's like, you you also like him too, because he wants Cole to, because he also, he, he wants Cole to succeed, oh yeah, no, he's like, he's
1: like, all right, Cole, you go beat the shit out of that bully right now, he's like, what, you just tried to get, nope, you get right out there, kid, you got this, and I was uh, like,
0: he, he wants, he wants Cole to
1: succeed, yeah, and in the sequel you get to see, um he's like, I love you, Cole, you son of a bitch. Look at you. He's like, I'm, I'm proud of you. You got laid. Good job. As he's dying, he's like, proud of you. <laughs> so good. Um, there's a lot of foreshadowing in this movie. So when uh, the mom goes, hey, Cole, pick up your toys, you see um, he picks he up on one, one toy, toy, and then it pans over to the car that's right in front of the stairs. That, that's the one that John trips over. Right as Then the, no parent tripped over. Yeah. Right as the uh, parents are about to leave, you see the mom uh, move the trophy onto the desk into a different position and that's the one that John falls over and gets impaled by uh they make a joke about the shot I uh, joke about the shotgun they um there's a scene where they're going under the uh house the mom is and she's talking about um uh about the mouse traps and the uh spiders so like they're hinging yeah. at a lot of stuff here and they talk about the uh oh god the tree house I think just to just briefly I think so. So it's cool. So I like some of the foreshadowing they do.
0: It's good. like, the the kills were very, very, like, elaborate. I I, I like the kills. Did I like the movie entirely? You'll find out. (laughs) No. (laughs) You
1: didn't. (laughs) Especially in my notes. You son of a bitch. Um, I will continue on with the plot. <clears throat> yes. Cole escapes out of his bedroom window and hides in the crawl space under his house. Although Sonya finds him, he traps her in the basement and he ignites a firework that he got from the, from the uh, garage and bug spray blowing her up. After showing appreciation for Cole's ingenuity, Max chases Cole up a tree where he is then uh, killed as he falls off and he's hung by a rope. But in the interim, that's when, um, oh, there's that scene where uh, at the beginning, more foreshadowing where B goes, you got to drop. And punch him in the dick right when they're chasing you. He does that to Max. He misses, though. You missed my dick, Cole. And it's pretty big. Don't know how you missed it. (laughs) No, it's not. He's like, that's that's just rude. (laughs) He goes, no, it's not. He's like, Cole.
0: (laughs) That's just rude. (laughs) And then in the second one, you found my dick. You found my dick, Cole. You found my dick. (laughs)
1: Uh, It's funny shit. Yeah. there's a um shipage there's a
0: oh no my slinky
1: there's a scene um <laughs> right in the interim where uh cole is still running it's right after he blows up sonia he's running away from uh robbie and Mel max and he sees um they see jeremy throwing eggs at his house and that's the scene that you said where um they get encouraging words And then he goes to pick on him. He then explains everything to Jeremy. And he's like, Jeremy, please, these people are going to kill me. So let me hop on your bike and we'll go and I'll do your homework forever. I'll wear a stupid fucking blue headband. Just just please save me. And he's like, you know what? Yeah, I got you. Sure. He's like, because if you die, who am I going to pick on? And then he just eggs him in the face. And I was like, redemption arc for Jeremy's over. (laughs) I thought for sure he was going to get a little like redemption. Nah. Oh, hell no. Then there's uh, the scene where he gets hung in the tree. Yes. Um, or was I? Uh, Cole escapes to... to Melanie's yeah. house, but B follows him where she got the shotgun from the cop's car. While hiding in the room, Cole apologizes to Melanie for dragging her into the situation and assures her that she uh, that he's going to take care of things. He asks Melanie to call the police. Then she kisses Cole before he leaves.
0: Which went fucking nowhere, apparently.
1: <laughs> yeah, they did a bad job with Melanie in the sequel. She got really hot though. <laughs>
0: Yes, but that went, like, this went fucking nowhere. That kiss went absolutely fucking nowhere.
1: Yeah, I mean, hey, I like Jenny Ortega in the sequel, so she was pretty good as the uh, new, like, golf girlfriend. Yes. Um, hell yeah. <clears throat> hell yeah. Uh, Cole returns to his house to find Allison, who tries to kill him with a kitchen knife, which is, again, foreshadowed but then moved. So there's a scene at the beginning where Cole is picking out one of his, uh, picking out one of his little robots, and he's using the knife. The dad p- picks it up, puts it in the dishwasher. And then you're like, oh, that's foreshadowing. Cole's going to get it, take it out of the, uh, the dishwasher, and use it to kill somebody. He checks the dishwasher. It's not there. He goes, where's the knife? It then cuts to the mom giving the dad a hand job. And the mom goes, hey, honey, did you put the knife in the dishwasher? And he goes, uh, yeah. And then she goes, don't do that. I put it back in the thing. He goes, okay. And then it cuts to Allison having the knife. And I was like, that's funny. Foreshadowing is great. <laughs> Um, right as Allison is about to kill her after he throws, after uh, she tackles him, he punches her in the boob and she's like, how dare you punch me in the boob? He's like, you're trying to kill me. He's like, but I didn't punch you in the dick.
0: <laughs> well, no, she, she, she wants to also make like a sexist joke about it too. Oh yeah. She also keeps kind of also that, um, fell deaf. death.
1: Yeah. She also keeps talking about how, uh, Cole keeps staring at her cause she's hot and, uh, that comes back in the second movie. And that's pretty funny.
0: But, um, oh, yeah.
1: yeah. She's actually she's not a terrible actress, and I think she's funny when she has the right material. But overall, she kind of eh for me. She's good looking, but I mean like eh isn't like an actress. She's like just me.
0: Yeah,
1: there's a movie that came out called Infamous uh, that's on Hulu right now. Uh, she's in it. She's one of the leads. She plays like a robber or something. I'm probably gonna check mm. it out. Um, so instead of killing her, instead of killing him, she's instead shot in the head with a shotgun by B. B. explains to Cole that when she was young, she made a deal with the devil to get whatever she wanted by sacrificing innocent people and spilling their blood on an ancient book while reciting verses. We find out what that is in the sequel, and it's a good payoff.
0: Yeah.
1: Although she wants him to join her, Cole refuses and burns the spell book. He then rushes to Melanie's house, takes her dad's car, and drives it through the house while B. tries to rescue the book from the flames in the living room. After crashing the car into her, they have one last emotional farewell, and oof, hit me in the feels, Cole climbs out of the wreckage as the police and emergency crew arrive. Cole tells his parents he no longer needs a babysitter. And then later we see a firefighter going through Cole's house, and then he's attacked by B, giving us sequel vibes, and also I think it's a reference to Michael uh, from Halloween. I think so. Yeah. So that is all the plot and notes we had for um, the babysitter. We'll go into our mid-movie notes. I'll do mine real quick because it's not really mid-movie notes.
0: It just notes.
1: Um, I said, I watched it twice already in the last month, so I won't be watching it a third time.
0: LOL. It was really good. I liked look it. At, yeah. So, for me, I really did not like this movie all that I much. Also, <laughs> so I know. So, I I look at movies differently than Hunter does. I am a very critical person about certain movies. I like fun. That's why like Guns Akimbo
1: is one of my favorite movies of this year, even though it's actual stupid trash.
0: <laughs> which is why I I, I I like Guns Akimbo, too.
1: Yes, which is what we'll be talking about at some point. Yes.
0: So, here are my notes. Why, 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 why? This movie was like having to drag myself up a mountain and scream just for the fallen deaf ears. I had high hopes going into this, but I was kicked in the dick. The Babysitter makes Scary Movie 4 and 5 look like Oscar Award films. That's
1: so false, though.
0: (laughs) Hell, I rather watch the actor who played the father in the movie called Bad Milo, which is a film about an actual evil shit. To quote a friend, I'd rather shit myself in public than watch this film again. Your
1: friend is a fucking... I'm not gonna say the R word. Your friend is fucking stupid. This movie is quality content, man. If you like horror comedy, definitely check this out. It's one of my favorite horror movies uh, currently.
0: You know my thoughts on horror comedies. I like horror comedies that that are self-aware. Yes, the but your one... friend
1: saying, I'd rather shit myself in public than watch this again, he deserves to shit himself on a date. Fuck that kid.
0: <laughs> but I, so I, I like self-aware horror, like g- comedy horrors. Hence why two kind of redeemed itself. Yeah, two, two knew what it
1: was. It's because the first one tried two... to be like a semi-serious horror comedy. And then two was just like, we have a dance scene when they have sex. <laughs> Beow, beow, and a beow, lot of beow. innuendos. Yeah, a lot of innuendos. And yeah, I. no, so I I.
0: I'm very. I I'm I'm picky about my horror comedies. Hence why I liked Scary Movie one, two, and three, four, and five were
1: four and five were trash. Ferocious. Two, I think, I think two is my favorite. Two is the one with the uh, haunted house, right? I think so. Yeah, where they go into the house and the guy's got the little hand.
0: Yes. Yeah, okay, that's yes. A good one.
1: That's probably my favorite. Um. <clears throat> Moving on to the reviews, I... The, uh, we're, You'll we're read always, the good review, I'll read the bad review. We're always adding on to the show, so we added some good reviews and bad reviews, but I'm going to read the beginning real quick. So, on Rotten Tomato, the film has an approval rating of 72%, based on 29 critics, with an average rating of 6.19 out of 10. That's basically what I 60
0: per, Makes sense. It also has a 60% from from uh, viewers. From audience. Yeah, but the audience yes. That was wrong. <laughs> uh. <laughs> huh? <laughs> what? Nani? So, um. The audience is wrong. I'm going to read. I'm
1: going to read the fresh review that I put on here. So it's from Ryan Larson of Ghastly Grinning. Uh, he said it is fresh. It says, Director McGee and writer Brian Duffield deserve a lot of credit for the babysitter. It isn't groundbreaking, but it's a damn fun film that has enough laughs and just enough gore to keep everyone interested. And that's what I like. I like fun gore. Like, I'm not a big fan of, like, gore for the sake of gore. Like, I hate watching, um like green inferno or any like the Eli Roth movies cuz there's too much gore and it's just like not tasteful. But I'll watch Evil Dead or the Babysitter or uh scary movie or something over and over and over again cuz it's fun gore. You know what I mean? They don't make well, it like, too serious.
0: Eli Roth is supposed to be doing the Borderlands movie. Yeah, well that that makes sense though cuz it's going to be dumb fun. Uh I will read the bad review uh, ironically enough. Jacob Knight from Birth movies death. Perhaps the most infuriating elements of babysitter is that it feels like a horror movie made by someone who doesn't necessarily like horror movies and has taken its odd opportunity to sort of laugh at the genre
1: which makes sense but also like like i, I don't know i can see how you guys don't like it but yeah, I, I, I love but, this film be, I,
0: note, I i watched it with a friend of mine who who's also in the same major as me and another another person who also kind of likes movies a little bit so like we, you have to like understand where I'm coming from a little bit, where I kind of throw my own two cents in. No, no, I completely the, understand uh, what you're saying. be the stuff that I've learned and kind of know.
1: Yeah, we well, also took film classes in college, and you're still taking some film classes now, so you're more of a critical eye. Like if I watch this with more of a critic's eye, I can probably pick this apart and be like, that's dumb, that's dumb. I don't like this. The writing's bad here. But I, I've tried to step away from that approach, and I try to like. Honestly, I try to like everything. I try to find a reason to like everything. If you go on my letterbox and you check out my 2020 film log, you're going to see movies that do not deserve ratings higher than what they are up there. Like, I gave um, uh, Guns of Kimbo a 10 out of 10. I gave Bloodshot a 7 out of 10. I gave um, the new American Pie movie like a 4 or a 5 out of 10, even though it only deserves like a 2 if you really think about it. But, you know, I, I, I just like fun. If the movie's fun, it makes me laugh, and if I would watch it again over something else, I'm definitely gonna, you know, pick that movie. Like, I would watch the American Pie Girls Rule movie over some of the other films I've watched this year, even though the other films are much better, like, written, cinematography, uh, direction, they're just much better. I like comedy, so I'll always put a comedy over something, because I could watch a comedy again. I could watch The Babysitter four more times this year and still be entertained, but I wouldn't want to watch, like, Sinister two more times this year, because... Sinister is like it's scary. It's one and done. It's nice. I know the plot, but for the yeah. babysitter, it's a fun comedy. You know, I might so even I mean, show the babysitter to Courtney. I might be like, "Hey, Courtney, check this out. It's really good."
0: Well, I I so I, I prefer Killer Queen. Oh yeah, because sure. it's 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 a good. It's far better in my opinion. It definitely did redeem itself. In in, in my eyes, I was I was I got a, a lot more laughs out of it. Yeah, it was more self aware. Especially it was more
1: of the it, co- style of comedy horror you like.
0: Especially when, it's like, I, the moment I, I knew it, it won my heart, what was, what was like the, was the fighting game fight scene. Oh, I
1: actually didn't like
0: that part. I thought it was dumb. I, I liked that. I'm like, there we go. That's what I wanted to see in the last, in, in, in the first one. I wanted to see a self-aware funny joke. I
1: mean, yeah, that was self-aware, but like, it was too self-aware for my taste. Like, the, the dance scene for the innuendos, you know, them, uh, Jenny's, uh the the boat's name was Jenny in the sequel so it was 8675309 oh, and you know that was you know like I get some of the self-aware humor but that was too much for me especially since they were trying to rip off Mortal Kombat and they didn't use a fatality I was like, that's kind of fucking stupid
0: I I thought they're trying to just rip off uh oh no, they weren't they were going to use um Mortal Kombat because the finisher at the end fuck yeah I was kind of hoping, I, I thought that was a Street Fighter thing. That it was I kind of Street Fighter, but then they used the voice blank. clip
1: from Mortal Kombat, and then it has more of a Mortal Kombat
0: classic vibe. But I, I'm happy, though, they got, like, I think all of the original cast. Every single the, one from
1: the original cast came back, and then they had um, everyone who survived, who wasn't like... No, everyone but Jeremy came back in the sequel. Am
0: I, am I, um... What is it? I'm trying to think. Fuck. Um... Uh, so, the, so, so Cole, he looks like one of the Sprouts twins, like, one of, like, like, he's
1: got a very defined jawline, like, one of the Sprouts's, he's not,
0: though. I, I'm looking at him, like, he looks so much like, I I think, Cole, the one who's more successful. Yeah, the Riverdale Who's on, like, movies and shit. Yeah. Which, we, we have to watch that, um, the, the one where, where he was the transfer student. That one's really good.
1: Yeah, I think that's the, I think that's the one that Dylan was in, though. Uh, Talk more.
0: I'll, I'll look it up real quick. Yeah.
1: So there's, um, so Judah Lewis, uh, is becoming a, a scream king in a way. So he had, he started out in The Babysitter. And then a year or two ago, he had a film out called Summer of 84, which was freaking awesome. And then he, uh, well, which we'll talk about that at some point on the show. And then he had, um, this. And you can see the transition. Like, if you just watch Babysitter 1, And Babysitter Killer Queen, that boy glows the fuck up. He is a
0: good-looking kid. He did.
1: And then... Uh, And
0: it it was Dylan. It's called uh, Dismissed. Yeah. It's a really good movie.
1: Um, I'll definitely check it out. And then um, maybe we'll talk about it around, like, January. And then if you check out... um, So if you watch Babysitter, then you go to summer of 84, and then you go to Babysitter Killer Queen, you can see his progression in how he goes from weird 12-year-old to, like, hot teenager... (laughs) Because the, in the summer of 84, there's a good interim where he looks like he's transitioning into... He's going to be a hot adult, isn't he? He's got a nice jawline. I don't know. I like jawlines. Don't judge me. Samara Weaving has a nice jawline, God, he was born in
0: 2001. <laughs> Who? Uh, Judd Lewis.
1: Hey, sweet. So me calling him hot isn't weird.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's not weird at all. Definitely.
1: Hey, man. No homo. I, I know when a guy's good looking. Fuck you, man. <laughs>
0: And then, uh, the person who played, um, uh, Maylene was, uh, is now 18. Melanie! Melanie, Maylene, fuck you. Um,
1: Lynn something? Or,
0: uh, Emily... Lind. something? Uh, I think Alan Lind. Yeah. Yeah, she looks damn fine. Um, <clears throat> now
1: for our final reviews to wrap up the show. I know it's kind of a quick episode, But not a lot of stuff to talk about, really. Just a fine film for me. I liked it a lot. And then I know you, Zach, you didn't like it. We'll get to that. So, my review for this is 7, Why Is He the Shirtlesses, out of 10. I liked this movie. I thought it was fun and, you know, um, like, gory. Like, I don't know, it just blended horror and comedy in a way that I liked a lot. And it kind of spoke to me. And I was like, if I ever wrote a horror movie, I would want it to be somewhat like this, where it's a little self-aware, but not too self-aware, like the sequel... I don't yeah. know. I like this film a lot. I thought it was pretty good.
0: Exactly. Me, I, What's your I,
1: fucking review on this movie that I like a lot and you don't like?
0: <laughs> I gave it four Bella Thorns getting shot in the tit at a ten. So, okay. I, I, you know me, I, I like, I like horror comedy, hence why we both agreed on Scream for the very first episode. Yeah. I, I like self-aware. I like things that don't take itself too seriously. If it's a comedy... I, I at least want to be able to suspend my disbelief in it. Th- th- this one, I, I was able to, but like I just I couldn't find myself laughing at more than two things that were like the one-liners, or or, or Max being like a, a very endearing, <laughs> being a very endearing antagonist.
1: Yeah, he was great. He's probably my favorite character in the whole sh- uh, whole shebang.
0: He was like, I'm not even mad at you, bro.
1: Proud to you. Yeah, says, uh, I'm not even mad, bro. Not even mad. And then when he when he blows up Sonya, he's like, "Holy shit! He just blew up Sonya. That's fucking awesome."
0: I'm not even mad right now. But how did the house not get destroyed from from the ground level there? Oh yeah,
1: I don't know, man. Who cares? It's a movie. <laughs> he also crashes like, a le- car into it,
0: so you know. I know, but like, okay, but that, legitimately, that, that crawl space uh, at least like a section of the house should be like gone well, unless it's under concrete
1: <laughs>
0: which is like I don't think it is yeah, man, man. oh man okay I I, um, I I gave it the review I did because critical and I am also about a piece of shit and hey like, th- this was a very in- this is an interesting episode for us since this is the first time we've ever had moderately different opinions on the film,
1: yeah, exactly. Let me see what I wrote on my um, my review for it on uh, Letterboxd. Here it is. I wrote, "This is stupid fun. Every character is ridiculously exaggerated, and it's a fun mess. Comedy horror at its finest." Quick review. So yeah, no, I, I liked stars. this movie when I first watched it. I gave it three stars the first time I watched it, so it was six out of ten. And then when I rewatched it, I gave it a seven because I liked it more. Okay. Yeah. So.
0: Maybe if I watch it again, I'll 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 like it I'll like it a bit more. I think
1: we should watch it. uh, We should have like a Halloween party at some point, or have a horror movie party if we can't hang out before COVID's done. uh, Until after COVID's done, and have like a we get drunk with our friends and watch horror comedies because I think this would be a nice double feature to check out when we're drunk.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Or, or stoned, but yeah, or
1: stoned. Ooh, this would be a good stone film for sure, for sure. Um,
0: yeah, hey, like I said, I if, if I watch it again. My review it may change, but right now, this is so far the lowest-rated film. I'll, 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 i might give for box office losers until we watch The Room. <laughs> well,
1: no, because you gave um, Mulan a five. So yeah, this is your lowest. I think the yeah, lowest. I of
0: gave, mine I was gave a Mulan six, a five. Mulan for me. I, I gave me Mulan a five because it didn't capture the charm that I so love. No,
1: yeah, no, no, I got you.
0: All what? right,
1: I... <clears throat> Zachary, do you want, do to you want me to close us sign out, this off, or do you want me to close? Yeah, okay. Out? Got I
0: got it. it. Thank you all for listening. You can go and follow us at Instagram on Box Office Losers, and on Twitter at Box Losers, where I might do some more because I'm I'm the Twitter and YouTube guy, and the
1: Instagram and anchor guy.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, you mainly follow the Instagram for up to date news, along with fan art that we see online that we have made that, yeah, that we whether should, it be not fan art, art or us.
1: alternative posters or yes. Yeah, if you can, if you guys want to do fan art of us though, for sure, you can find us we on social do, media as I tagged us.
0: We definitely need to do like a a video episode.
1: I'd <laughs> Once we get, once COVID's like done being COVID, I would love to get like a set set up somewhere and then me and you could like film a little episode where we get like horror movie posters hanging up in the background and like some horror movie toys on the desk yeah. or something.
0: I think it'd be fun. Well, you can go to the mall because there's a poster store in the mall. I have a bunch of posters. No, but, like, there's, like, a nice poster store in the mall. Oh, yeah, no,
1: they added a poster store. Yeah, no, I saw. I definitely uh, want to check out see if there's a Scream one or maybe a Sinister one.
0: But, yeah, guys, just follow us on mainly Instagram because that's where everything gets posted. Uh, don't forget to subscribe on both YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. It helps us get up there in the rankings. Leave a review. Once again, that helps us. Share with your friends. That really doesn't help us that much. They just go, oh. Cool. Thanks for sharing a podcast I probably will listen to.
1: Hey, but if they do listen to it, thank you guys.
0: Yes, and once again, hey, um, and also Galen Howard, once again, we are open. <laughs> We're open to you being on the show. Hey,
1: Galen, if if you want to show up and we'll talk about one of your favorite horror movies or Christmas yeah. movies or something, definitely check us out. No, yeah, we'll be down uh, to do something every,
0: <laughs> Any episode of Box Office Losers doesn't have to be a movie review. It could just be like a shoot the shit episode as well.
1: Yeah, we can do an interview with you. Talk about your, fami- your famous. Talk about your uh, uh, favorite uh, roles and you know, bullshit.
0: And kind of like, and also our introduction to you, which was the woods. The woods.
1: Yeah. So, thank you guys for listening. Please check oh, yeah, us out so, on all the um, social
0: medias. <laughs> f- 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 yeah, I, I, I'm well. I'm gonna give. You can also follow me Dark Sh- at Dark Shadows. Oh, yeah, we got a pop. We got Instagram, Twitter. I'm also a contributor on Sports Hit List, So follow that. Hunter, where can they where can they follow you?
1: Uh, you can follow me at Scruffy Moose Man on all social medias and on Letterboxd, I think I'm or uh, it's either that on Letterboxd or it's just my name, Hunter Van Leerp. Um and then you can follow me, uh follow my podcast, pound that button, which is the PlayStation Podcast. I do with my buddy Alex and my buddy CJ every Tuesday that comes out. And then you can check out my comic book podcast that I do with my coworker slash co host. Uh, called Android's Amazing Podcast. All those have Instagrams. Just pound that button in Android's Amazing Podcast. So please check it out. Leave a like, subscribe, review everything you can do, and check us out on YouTube. Cause I feel like we don't talk about YouTube enough. But you know, definitely check us out. Yes. All
0: right, guys. Have a good one. Peace. Did you just blow up, Sonya? No. I mean, I'm not even mad. I'm a little surprised. What did that? A firework? A firework? Holy shit! Damn, good for you, kid.